everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Players' Lounge, a podcast by the Carolina Thunderbirds. Dylan Clark joined by Joe Cangelosi, Jacob Schnapp, and John Batita from Gatsby's Pub. Uh, guys, we'll go around the room. How's everybody doing? Joe, we'll start with you. I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Good day of practice. I'm, I'm doing peachy today, Dylan. <laughs> That's great. Thank you for asking. And almost forgot to mention we have uh, kind of a special guest, bystander Tommy Cardinal, is in the building, but he's not on the podcast today. Uh, um, Cardi, if you can just acknowledge, give us, give say, us, say give hi us, to Give us a little bonjour. Give us a hi from the, from a distance. No, no. Hi. He's waving right now. <laughs> he learned no cameras here. Don't, or, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I guess as we get into it, you know, this is... You know, we have the coaches show every week. We get with Garrett and Mo comes on sometimes. Kelly's been on a few times, although his his interim coaching duties are done with Garrett back from suspension. But we kind of figured, and Joe, you know, I can touch on this a little bit. This was kind of the place where the players can kind of have their voices heard and kind of connect with the fan base on uh, on kind of a different level. Is Garrett's suspension officially done? Because I haven't seen anything on transactions about mine either, too. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of an interesting one. I, I don't. I don't know about no, yours. Okay. I, 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 know, I know about his, though. His got reduced to nine games. I know, right? It's well, kind of scary to think to nine about nine games, but yeah, it no, never showed up on transactions. Yeah, that's yeah. true. No, you got to scroll one. back. But uh, like you were saying, yes, this was designed to get the players' voices out there so people could understand a little bit behind the scenes what goes on. So that I know it's hard to understand from the outside, but this is why we wanted to get players' voices out there and see see how it really is. And, you know, as we're going along here, special thanks to Brent and Colbert, the guys at Gatsby's, um, for having us here. It's been a, a solid hangout spot for us, you know, after games all season long and pretty fitting that we, uh, we do the first episode of the Players' Lounge here. Um, and as we kind of get into it, you know, one of the things we were talking about before we started was kind of the different levels and experience. Like Joe and Boots, you guys have been in here. You guys have been in this league for a, a few seasons now. And Jacob, you're just getting started. This is your first year. You got, what, 30 games under your belt, you said? Just about. So we, we were kind of talking about, you know, you have different levels of experience, but I'm sure there are things that you guys are already overlapping on that you can kind of talk about at length here, just in terms of the day-to-day uh, as an FPHL player. So, like, I mean, like, Boots, you're just talking about the, the daily life of a player. You know, you guys got yoga today you had practice this morning I, I don't think a lot of fans really know what the the day-to-day life uh, of a thunderbird is aside from playing the games that they get to see oh yeah you know it's like a, a regular nine to five i'm, I'm just kidding uh <laughs> 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 um no you I mean the boys we wake up and you know we start practicing at 9 30 every morning we have to get to the rink by 8 30 so i mean normally guys are up like probably 7 30 7 45 and then we go on for like about an hour and a half, and we got yoga, and then we'll do we'll we'll kind of switch on and off. You know, I know Joe did all the scheduling with that, right? Yeah, you no, did. We had the yoga and spin. Yeah, we were doing yoga for an hour, and then we would do spin for an hour, but it would switch off every Tuesday. Um, but then we started doing thirty minutes of spin and then thirty minutes of yoga, or something like that. We were doing every Tuesday, but um, yeah, the guys. I mean. We're, we're pretty beat up right now coming to the end of the season, but, you know, you just got to push through. I know some guys don't like doing spin, but I know it's funny, a lot of the older a lot of the older guys like the spin classes more than yoga, which is funny. You would think it would be the opposite, but the young guys don't like the hard work sometimes. <laughs> I was going to say, is it they don't like the spin or they don't like the... the I don't know, Schnapp, what are you, you're part you of like the young the, group. Do what you like guys, yoga What more? do you guys like? You like sleeping, don't you? It's not that I like sleeping, I just... 
Yoga's great. <laughs> I love going out to yoga for an hour, stretching, just getting the body loose, you know? Yeah. So you're more of a yoga guy than a spin guy? For sure. Why Can't stand that? the spin bike. Well, It's just rough to sit on for an hour or two. Yeah, it is pretty rough. She she does... She you know, does bag us, she, too. She does, she does beat, beat us up, but Joe and I, we both... We both figured if we have a two game weekend, we do we do spin, and if we have a three game weekend, we'll do yoga. But we've been kind of going uh, the last like two or three weeks. We've been doing uh, half and half, which is I like a lot better because I feel like you get more out of it when you're in th- when you're only doing it for thirty minutes spin. Sometimes when you have an hour spin, you kind of slack a little bit, but if you have a th- half an hour, you kind of push yourself more. I feel like. But that's just my personal experience with it. There are some days where you guys will do both in the same day? Yeah, just okay. 30 minutes each, okay. just to make it easier. But. Does that kind of keep everybody happy? Oh, yeah. so much complaining, you know? <laughs> no way. You can't keep any of these guys happy, Joe. <laughs> well, Joe's back now, so he's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm back. Yeah. Um, but besides all, like, the mandatory stuff for the team, like, there's a lot of guys that go out by themselves to do stuff, too. Yeah. Like, I know, I know, like, George... He's a he's a gym rat. The guy could bench. I'm surprised he doesn't break the machines sometimes. Yeah. You too. Well, yeah, we got a couple guys that surprised go you haven't broken a leg day. press. Yeah, boots was the but, gym for four you know, hours yesterday. You know, but that's his office. He loves to make phone calls in his office. I sure, do. Sure. Working out. That's his nine time. to five. Is yeah. the gym yeah. actually? You keep it up, Schnapp. I'll put you on the trade wire. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, no, we got a lot of guys that go to the gym. But you know, one one coach back in the day told me that pucks aren't. Or weights don't put the puck in the net. And he's not wrong. Never uh, scored a goal in the gym. That's right, Schnapp. I never see Schnapp there, though, so it's... <laughs> no, I go to the gym. You can't score goals there. Yeah, I go to the gym. He doesn't score there, yeah. I'm you there. go to the gym? I'm there. Okay, spare me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it, you talked about... In the past, like you kind of, you've worked out with uh, with George a little bit, and you like to go more at your own pace. And I, I wonder, is it like that for everybody? Like some guys don't like to go with someone else to the gym because I think kind of changes their routine or something. Well, I think guys like to do their own thing. Um, I like doing my own thing. I mean, I like taking my time. George and I have two different uh, two different styles of working out. He is he's the strongest guy on the team, hands down. He pick, throws a lot of weight around. I mean, even Tommy throws a lot of weight around too, but they all, everyone has their own way of working out, which is great. As long as you're in the gym doing something, being active, because at the end of the day, you can't be sitting on a couch all day and just show up to the rink. You have to do something. It doesn't even have to be working out. You can go outside and play basketball. You know, do, I don't know. I had, I brought spike ball down. I haven't used that yet. It's been, yeah, it's, that's a great game. You ever played spike ball? Oh, yeah. yeah, all the time. Well, it's yeah. warming up. We can get that going. Yeah, yeah. Get, it's a big game back But home. it's just like staying active, especially during the season. But I know the guys are tired, and you just got to push through it. We only got a couple couple more weeks left, right? It's, it's, it's like nuts. Six, six weeks left. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. nuts how crazy or how quickly things have gone. We got 19 games left. Right. 63-game schedule, we got 19 games left. And it's weird just because, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you and I are kind of in the same boat. Like, this is our first season here, Jake. Uh, I was just about yeah. to ask you how you feel about it since yeah. this is your first season, too. How I feel about what? Your first about season? the whole process about how everything has gone it's and how, I mean, you, how just, you like everything. It's funny because, I mean, I, I won't hide it. I felt a little in over my head at the beginning of the season. Um, but, I don't know, just in the last month, I feel like kind of hitting the stride. And 
you know more what to expect. There's really no replacement for experience. And it's like, okay, I've been around for 30, 40 games at this point. I kind of know what the routine is. There are obviously things that get thrown at you that you're oh, not expecting. Yeah. This league uh, keeps you on your but, feet. <laughs> yeah, sure does. But it's like <clears throat> you learn how to handle uncertainty a little bit better, and it's like, all right, you just you roll with what you got. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you guys have been great helping me out. Like, you guys have humored me with a lot of video stuff and a lot of uh, yeah. podcast stuff, and it just it makes my job a lot easier. Yeah. You mean a lot of podcast stuff. This is the first one. That was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, but, yeah. I will, but I will say this though when you first got here it was like yeah you could tell you were, you were stressed out but you have definitely came around you've been doing a great job um, I will say Rome wasn't built in a day so well, you got a, you got a bright future don't don't run with that please God do not run with that bro. <laughs> no yeah keep yeah that's right keep it down keep it, keep yeah. it nice I'll, and I'll, I'll take you down from cloud nine <laughs> you gonna boost my tires or what? I'm not boosting your tires what did uh, what happened a couple of weeks ago? You had to knock me down a few pegs. Uh, what was it on social oh, media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um the the call of the the whole Watertown. Oh, the wa- yeah. It got picked up by somebody else on Instagram and posted a bunch, and all my friends kept sending it to me. So like I I, like, I put it on my story, and I look over my in my inbox, and it's just John Batita. Shut up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shut up, Dylan. I, yeah, shut up, Dylan. What, gotta keep him. Gotta keep him. You know, <laughs> stable. When he was doing the the melee part two thing. Yeah, yeah. He did a good job. Yeah. He did a really good job. Well, got, it, just, it was just because like it was a couple of weeks before, and then somebody reposted it. And it kind you know, of a lot of again. a lot of people also don't realize, but Drew Blevins' first game back from the original That's melee wild. was that night. Yeah. Drew Blevins is now banned from the annex. No, no, we need him to come. We need him to come more. Why? We need all that. We why need, do we, we need why all do the we excitement? Need why? Because he got. He loved it. Guys, did you love? Did you love doing it? Was it? Just, it was just so funny because he came Lopsided on and suspensions. he visited. We don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> First intermission, <laughs> and we talked about, it and he's like, "Yeah, my last game, my last home Thunderbirds game that I called was March eighth, twenty twenty, the night of the mail." I said, "Oh, wow, that's cool." And then we went into the second period, and da 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 da, and then. All that happened, and I was looking around for him. I was like, "Can I see him during this? I'm going to shoot him a look because yeah. this is unbelievable." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I it just it's it's gone by so quickly so far. You know, at this point in the season, um, and Jake, I'm sure it's the same for you. It's it was probably a little overwhelming at first, um, but you you know, I'm sure you've gotten a, gotten into a routine or something, and, and you, you kind of know what's going on now. Oh, for sure. I mean, coming in first year pro, it's a little different than playing juniors. But now, end of the season, coming in 19 games left, I kind of got a routine every day. I'm pretty comfortable now. What did you expect um, kind of coming into things? And this is kind of something I want to talk about. Everybody's got a unique path here to this team. You know, everybody finds their way here eventually, but it, it takes a different route. So what were you expecting coming into this team, and, and how did you get here? What were some of the conversations with different people that, that got you here? Um, well, so, I mean, when I got here, I was expecting, I mean, obviously the hockey's going to be a lot harder. I mean, everybody's a grown man out there for the most part. I've been playing with kids forever. Not going to college either. I was. I mean, that's a little different too. But my conversations in getting here. My. I mean, one of my buddies, PV. I play roller hockey with him every summer. I had a few conversations with him about coming up. It was great. Um, I did reach out to Garrett at the start of the summer, and then I kind of just like forgot about it. And then I eventually he hit me up. I don't remember when it was when I came in. I think it was November. Yeah, it was you guys, you and Forty came in at the same time. It was the first trip to uh, to Columbus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ford came in the same exact time. Speaking of well, Columbus, thought... speaking of Columbus, I heard there was a rumor that you were skating with them. What? Uh, like t- like two years ago? Not two years ago. Oh, so you, oh, it is true. 
Oh. oh, I don't know about this. I would like to hear about this. What, yeah. what, what, how about you tell me what the rumor is and so we I find out what, what this, the real story is. I heard oh, this bozo was <laughs> skating with the River Dragons before you signed in the Fed, right? So you know all those guys down there, right? I don't know hey. all of them. I have, I know Croup a little bit, the family. Okay. Yeah, the coach I played for last year, juniors, is related with their family. Oh, okay. And I was going to go skate with them at the end of the season after juniors is over and i just went down and yeah cool. saw the place uh, which is on my way home from north carolina last year my last year of juniors okay yeah oh okay yeah that's real that's really great so i want to know john it's <laughs> no he's pressure. been here all year why why are you bring up this right well, now we just brought well we're on the podcast not yeah call interesting oh, timing. so you were holding that okay yeah, yeah. i have conversations with them beforehand but hey i'm here not there. That's right. You're a bird. Not well, a I was looking before the the series last weekend, or I guess two weekends ago now. I was just looking at all the guys that were part of that 19 Cup team that ended up going there, and just looking at how like how closely related everybody is. And like I thought I got in everybody, and then I was looking at the back of one of the championship shirts, and like Brad Nolan's name was on there, and I was like, wait a minute, I didn't. And it, it, it's just that it just goes to show like how closely he was on the team too. Yeah, Brad. Brad <laughs> came in at the end of his college season, uh, and he finished out the year with us. Destroyed the coattails. Well, it's kind of like what you wanted to do the year after. I did, yeah. yeah. I, I did come in. There it is. I did. I did. Oh, I'll admit it. That team. That team. Well, what year was that? That was nineteen twenty season. Sheesh. That team was unreal. I I never played. I I always tell, I love telling the story. I never played against Carolina in Carolina when I was playing in Mentor. And then my first game as a Thunderbird was a home game, and I was walking out of the locker room. I was like. This place is packed to the brim. I was like, this is unreal. I, mean, I think we played, I think Paulin was on Port Port that year. Yeah. He says he wasn't in net when I, when I went top shelf, but I don't know. <laughs> there's a video Of course. Yeah, there's yeah. video. Yeah. There. You can give me the just, date of that game. I'll get the video. We can just check the tape. Check yeah. the tape. <laughs> you know, so, um, but no, when I first got here, it was, it was unreal, unreal spot to play. Um, I mean, way better than Menor. I liked playing in Mentor just because it was home, but I wouldn't be anywhere else in the league besides like besides Carolina. I mean, it's great here. So that's why you signed the five-year deal here. Five-year deal, yep. <laughs> just sign me up. Sign five my years, soul baby. away. Hmm? I've got 19 left. Are you going to pull the Mafoose? Crushing that record. Yeah. <laughs> that's a long way. It's a long way. I think you can do it. Yeah, that, starting young. That's like, when Foose started. We looked it up. Mafu yeah, started when he was 21 in this, in this league. Oh, so you've yeah. got to be here since the beginning. He's also probably, what, he's got three cups? Must be nice. I've got some time. <laughs> so we talked about kind of his path here, and you talked about Menor a little bit. You came in midway, I guess more towards the end of uh, the 1920 season. You, you, you came here? Yeah, so um, there was a whole story behind it. Yeah, we got you in February, I remember. Yeah. And then the league broke. Month yeah, after. so I only played seven games here that year, but it was such a fun time. I think I was here for like a month and a half. It was great. The boys were, were very welcoming. Um, what was it? Where was it going with that? I, I think we played Port Huron twice. We played Watertown. I'll never forget we played Watertown. We did film. I never did film in Mentor. We did film that morning, and Andre just laid into me. I mean, it was every clip. It was every clip. It was like 15, 20, cli- uh, 20 clips, and I must have been on 12 of them. And he rinsed me. Every clip. At first, he was like real quiet. He was like, hey, you got to do this better. 
And then he's like, then you got to do this better. You got to do this better. And he just got, I was like, Jesus. I was like, all right. But, um, no, it was great playing down here. I mean, you had, and you had a team that was organized, well-structured. And you, that's what I love about Carolina. It's very well-structured, organized. And um, you didn't really get that. You don't really get that. I'm not going to say every team doesn't have that, but you don't get that in a lot of these teams in this league, yeah. which is kind of a selling point. But, yeah, Carolina is the bee's knees. I would move down here, but. Great weather. Oh, fantastic weather. Huge selling point. And I was going to say, I was looking back at pictures. Um, I needed some for a graphic or something the other day, and I just kind of went back. And you, there's a picture of you. What did you wear that first year? Was it 20 or 28? Here? Yeah. Oh, I dude, I was, I was 24, and then Pesty came in. So I was 24 the yeah, first two Pesty games. Yeah, we got Pesty back from Menor. And then Pesty came back, and he's after practice, I'm going to forget this. After practice, Pesty goes, hey, I got to talk to you. Like, whispered to me, and I go, oh, God, I just met this kid. I go, what does this kid need? And he goes, can I come, on to your, can I come to your apartment later? I go, yeah, yeah, sure. Knocks on my door real quiet, and he comes in, and he's just like, hey, man, I wanted to ask you something. I And this kid's been in the league for, what, seven years, six years this at this point? This is his seventh year now, yeah. yeah. If his, that was probably his fifth year, so... I go, what's up, dude? And he goes, I was wondering if I can have 24 because that's my original number. And I was like, yeah, yeah, dude, it's all yours. I mean, you can just pull the vet card on me because you can just take it. You don't have to have to ask me. You just take it. So I gave it back to him, and then I went to 20. And I played with that for like two games, and then I told Andre, I go, hey, I really want 14. But he didn't want to give it to me because Haas had it that yeah. year. Yeah, Haas Connor Haas did have it, yeah. And you know, I'm like, well, can I have 14? Because like, you just keep taking numbers away from me. Can I just have 14? And he kind of got mad about it. He goes, well, Haas might come back, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right. And then he surprised me with having 14. Because so, I had I wore 14 throughout college. So I just wanted – and I had it in a minute or two, which was cool. So, but, yeah, that's, 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 that's how the, all the numbers changed. I almost – I kind of want to stay with – I kind of wanted to stay with 24, but Pesty wanted it. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. It's all you. Joe, you always wore 21, right? Or was there no. a brief time? No? No. Um, so, like, when I was in Watertown the first year, I was I, they gave me 17. So then when I came here, I was like, all right, I'll take 17. Because I was like, all right, it's a number I've had. It's a skill then, guy number. And then, uh, you know, definitely not a skill guy. So that's why I didn't yeah. keep it for that long. Figured. You know, so then Jay Kenny comes into town, and <laughs> that guy's been around for a bit. <laughs> and Andre called me into the office. He's like, yeah, this guy, he really wants 17. He says he's going to pay you, but, you know, don't take it. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. You could have it. Guy walks in. He's like, thanks, thanks, man. So I'm, I'm leaving the rink. I'm coming in. He rolls up in his car. He just hands me a hundred dollars, and that's how I ended up getting twenty one. Who handed you a hundred dollars? Jay Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so get wow. this. Whoa, 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 this the story comes full circle. I've said this story on on a, that House of Ho- Hockey podcast. They've been a big help too for us. Yes. Um, uh, Rachel, the hockey lady, and Breezy. Um, little shout out. But the year when I. Uh, the year after we won, yeah, there was a dispersal draft, and I was unprotected, and I got picked up by Delaware. So for the first three weeks of the season, I wasn't in Carolina. I obviously didn't show up to Delaware. But when I got back, Stan Bacor had 21. <laughs> I ended up having to buy him a pair of Lululemon pants for $100 oh. so to get my so number got, back. So it went, it, went, it went full circle. just pulled the vet card. No, see, that's – okay, I was going to say that. We've actually been kind of blessed that we've had, like, veterans that are not assholes to, to the younger guys like that right like we don't 
we've never really done that type of stuff and i that's something that i've kind of appreciated over the years in this team everybody treats everybody as as an equal yeah well i'm just you know for the future if anyone ever tried taking 14 i'd I strangle them with one of these cords we got here. <laughs> Next year, that's my number, bud. That's not your number. I don't, even know what your, I don't even know what your number is. Yeah, you do. Everybody does. Why are you four? Is it, is it eight? <laughs> what do you have, wait, do you actually not number? know what his number is? No, what, I don't. what is his number? Conway's four. You're, you're, six. Here, hang on, six. keep him guessing. Oh, all right. Six. Yes, he is six. Maybe that'll be a, an April Fool's prank. You know, Boots will walk into the locker room. There's going to be a number 14 schnapp jersey. Just oh, I'll, I'll, I'll freak out. <laughs> Whoever did that is going down with him. <laughs> Such a fake tough guy. <laughs> Coach literally yelled at you. Oh, oh, little quick story. Little quick story. So last night this kid tries ram me with his head and on the sofa. Oh, okay. And I put him this, this one wait, again. Wait. I've heard this story. You've told this story today. thirty times today, buddy. I could have killed this kid yesterday. I no, you couldn't have. I could have killed this kid All right. yesterday. I told so, you to run in the back. So I'll let you talk. I was I was laying laying on the couch, minding my own business, watching Seinfeld, and this kid starts just just running his jaw, just just chirping. And I'm just like, what, you, what does this kid want? You know, in my head, I'm like, I'm thinking, what does this kid want? And then he, he, like, tries to ram me with his head. So I just put him in a headlock, and then I just flip over. No. And I flipped you, Johnny. He said he was I sitting. I sent on, you flying. He said he was sitting on top of me. But then I put him, I put his head in between my legs, and I just, oh, I squeezed and I was like, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to put this kid. I could have crushed this guy. I, I don't want sitting right on him. I don't want to put this kid in a coffin. And Nicoletti was there, and he. We need say, David. That was gonna be my next question: Is who is there? Nicoletti was there. Nicoletti saw the whole thing. I'm getting very conflicting reports. Right he now. Dave said he didn't hear him make the like the no uh, theatrics. I, the I theatrics on this guy. I got him, I got him to make the noise, and then when Rick's I got him, like, like, and then and then when I released him because that's where I'm a good guy. I released him. I hit. He was just like, oh. His face is like, yeah, uh-huh, don't sure, mess with boots. Yeah, okay. Don't mess with boots. I told you we were running it back tonight. I could have crushed you. Yeah. I was sitting on top of you, and I nicely got up, I and got the- then that's when you decided to throw my head into the lock. Uh-huh. You would have been crushed. I locked I him down. Just- I, I, I jammed <laughs> oh, him up so good. Okay. okay, next week we're having Nicoletti on, and we're asking yeah, Get Dave on here. We need, we need a recount of this. Dave, I think Dave's scared of him because every time. Dave's my boy. Dave's Dave, not scared of I think me. Dave. What? I think every time Dave was next to him, I was like, Dave, tell him. He's like, and then he skated away, and I'm like, "Why didn't you, why didn't why didn't you back me up, Dave?" And he's just like, "Okay, yeah, you, you had him in a headlock." I'm like, "Yeah, that's right. That's not, maybe he's no. afraid of you. Maybe he is. <laughs> I don't know. He wanted to get out of that conversation. Yeah. You seem to maybe be Dave, uh, very intense this year. I'm John. intense. Yeah, I'm an intense guy. After after Joe went away for a little bit, I got really intense. Sure and, did. Uh, I uh, turned into a different human, and the boys were like, "Whoa, this is this is a different boots." And it's like that's right. Someone's got to run the ship, and. I put the young guys in line sometimes. I yelled a couple times this year. I don't do it all the time. Like the Valentine's Day thing. <laughs> you remember that? Snap oh, show. Yeah. Snap show. Yeah. So I was like, hey, well, boys. I didn't realize you, didn't realize you snapped off. Oh, I freaked out. Well, thank you. Well, Snap I said, show. I said, hey, boys. Ridiculous. I said, Dylan needs a couple guys for that video. I need you to get out there and do it. Oh, Boots. Boots, I don't want to do it. <laughs> He's so dramatic. And, 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 and it's you know not what? even close and to you know that. It's like, Johnny, you know come funny? on, man. I, I was a rookie for a little bit. I never, I never complained. I just did it. But you got these kids this year. They're just like, oh man, I don't want to do it. And I go, I go. You're all right. Ridiculous. I said, all right. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna make. You, I'm not even gonna have volunteers. I'm just gonna put names on the board. And all the guys are like, oh, like what? And then I was like, you get out there and you do it. Were you in there when I did that? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, you were pretty impressed, huh? 
I was surprised. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah but. And then, you know what's funny, though? The whole room shut up. There's like, not, instead of having. Well, then I had a line of guys. That's waiting right. On speed dates that's right. Each other. I'm like, wow, this you just is put, great. You put fear into them. That's what you do. And they listen. Yeah. Watch. So not. dramatic. The rookies are good, man. We're doing our jobs yeah. every day. Oh, you guys did a great job. I was there slaving don't, yesterday. Don't kiss, <laughs> don't kiss ass, Dylan. I was at the rank all Everybody. day yesterday. Yeah. He, so listen to this. This is funny. So I got back from my flight yesterday. I went home for a couple of days to see uh, Elena and, um, and my family. And Thurman. Good save. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but came home. I didn't go to practice yesterday. I came back at like 10.30. He gets back at what time? 11.30? Oh, 12? He uh, no way. I was. I walked back into the rink. It, it was 11.56. I walked back in to change the laundry. Yeah. And it's. I walked back in. Somebody stopped the laundry machine. And it still had another hour to spin. Yeah. He comes home. He goes, comes in my room first. And he goes, how do you do this every day? How do you do all this stuff every no. day? He's learning. And I go, I go. Oh, you are you? Oh, oh, baby, tired. Oh, oh, yeah. One day, guy, 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 guy's exhausted. I'm doing laundry every day. Oh, spare me, uncle. Whoa, come on. All right, all right. Let's let's uh, let's talk about this weekend upcoming. How are you guys preparing for that? Let's uh, let's get away from the you guys going at yeah, each other boy. for a little bit. Yeah. Easy. Um. So this weekend we have Danbury on Thursday, and then we have Delaware Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um. Obviously, we're we're leaving tomorrow night. Um, we're hoping yeah, to get we a, what? Yeah, we are. Yeah, I, I think it's like what ten hour drive. Yeah, it's yeah. not a small one. Yeah, I hate I hate it, but whatever. It's, it's the trenches, but um, <laughs> buzzing. Um, you know, I think I think the boys are we're prepared for it. Um, we had a nice little break. We had off this past weekend, which was, I think, what was needed. Having a couple of days off. Um, I think the guys are ready to go. Uh, we got one more practice tomorrow, and then we had we head out to Danbury. I think we uh, owe them a couple. That was gonna be my next question: Was do you guys have that uh, that that three game sweep still in your in your minds as you go absolutely. back up there? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean that we played Columbus. What was it? We played. You swept Columbus the week before, and right? Then and then we got swept three to Danbury. And you know, yeah. it's just you know we preached on it. Like basically, those games against Columbus meant nothing because we lost to Danbury. So it's like, yes, we owe them a lot. And I think the boys know that we we're gonna go in there hot. Um, I don't like looking too far ahead. I you know I do it game by game, but if we're gonna talk about Delaware, Delaware's pulled a couple wins together this past weekend against Port yep. Huron, so it's they're catching we, fire. Yeah, so we I told the guys today in our little when we broke down today at the end of practice, we can't go into Delaware thinking we're gonna take all three because they're not a brutal team at home. I mean, they have a they have a small barn. I mean, it's not the greatest arena, but I I know a lot of guys don't like it. I like their ice. Do you like? I think they have. I think they have great ice for a rec center. Yeah, it's not bad. But um, I just think looking at those three games, you can't go in lightly because yeah. right now it's a playoff push. Yeah, they only won four games, but they're, they still have that mentality that they can make it. Kind of, but it's like. You got to go into every game like it's your last, and you got to go into it like it's a, a third game in the series of a playoff round. So, I think the boys are ready. I think tomorrow is going to define us at practice. Like we have to come out hard tomorrow. But um, yeah, I think we're ready to go. Jacob, how are you feeling going into this weekend? Oh, pretty good. I mean, this week of practice has been pretty good. Blue line's been buzzing out there. Me and Tommy, Bakes out there as well. <laughs> I forgot Baker. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, let's hear it. He's always got something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't talked about his, his boy yet. But no, I'm excited for this week, and I think we gotta go in obviously to Danbury and take care of business there, and then hop on the bus, go over to Delaware, and take care of business there as well. Mm-hmm. Did the three games in Danbury? Um, I guess that was middle or late January. Did those seem like they were all? Because if you look back, and I kind of remember, they all seemed like they were really close. Like they could have gone either way, all three of them. Like you guys could have taken all three games, and it was kind of like a coin flip. Is that is that kind of how you remember it? Or I mean, obviously it's different. Your point of view is different from mine because you guys are actually in the game. But no, for sure, I think I don't remember the exact scores of those games. But boots, your face is telling me otherwise right now. Ah, uh, I, I don't remember the scores. I think, I think really the the scores were close. Uh, I I can't I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure the scores are close. I mean, the goalies, you know, Paulie and Rozzy helped us keep it close. But I don't think we had those three games. We did not we did not have a good weekend. Right, those well, were probably one. Of, to be honest, you probably one of our worst weekends of the season. Like, I mean, it's been it's been so long. We've been playing so many games, but I think that weekend was one of our tougher weekends as a team. Um, I mean, those games should have been a lot. Higher scores. We did not play well as a as a team, but we bounced back. I think after that, who do we have after that weekend? I forgot. Next weekend? Then we have Watertown after that, at our barn, and we the took yeah. of February. And we yeah. took yeah. two from them. Yeah. That was a huge. That was huge. I thought we were going to take the third one from them too. That'd have been nice, but you know you can't go back now. But yeah, I don't think that Danbury weekend was our our finest moment. Right. But it's in the past. And I think we owe them a lot this week, this uh, this Thursday. Yeah, Joe. Anything from you? Uh, we got to get going and wrap up here. I got to read a couple of things before we go. But uh, any of your thoughts going into this weekend? No. No thoughts. No thoughts. <laughs> Just gonna do it. There you Locked go. in, dialed. So uh, before we get set to go here, um, this is the first episode of the Players Lounge. We're gonna try to do this on a weekly basis. Gonna try to move things around and find a, a set date for it. Um, thanks again to Brent and Colbert of Gatsby's for having us here. Uh, the podcast is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And we're going to thank uh, that. some there of our sponsors go. here. Hubby for Hire, Derber Greens, Lucky Dog Graphics, Newco Motors, 2NG, STEM, and of course, uh, the fine folks here at Gatsby's. Thanks to all of you for helping out Thunderbirds Hockey and allowing the Players Lounge uh, to kind of get off the ground here. So that just about wraps things up, unless you guys have anything else you want to add before we go here. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, I got Absolutely. nothing. I got nothing. This was good. Yeah, it was fun. Guys, thanks for being here. Had a ton of fun. Hope you guys had a good time listening. We'll see you next time on the Players' Lounge.